0: Welcome to City Harvest Sermon Podcast. Coming up is a word from Pastor Aris Zukanayan. You know what, <laughs> the preliminaries is so long. And uh, you know, the, the, the people in front are telling me you only have half an hour to preach before the next service is going to start again. So that's why let's not, um, let's go straight to the point. How many of you can say amen? <laughs> now, next week, Singapore is going to celebrate its 58th, 58th National Day. Now church, do you notice that in every national day, not only we give thanks to God for the blessing that God has bestowed upon Singapore, and at the same time, right, we we also celebrate the the resilient spirit and the hardworking spirit, attitude of Singaporeans that have made this nation a great one, an envy to many around the world. And do you notice that every national day, we always sing this national day song called Count on me, Singapore. And the verse goes like this, right? I'm sure many of you who are Singaporeans, you know this song by heart. It says, We have a vision for tomorrow. Do you notice that the writer of the song did not tell us what that vision looks like? He didn't tell us the picture of what that vision looks like. And yet, when we sing this song, right? We have a vision for tomorrow. We continue believing it by saying, I believe. (laughs) And then they ask you to repeat it it one more time. I believe. Even though you don't know what that vision looks like. Then to reinforce the statement of faith, they say the second verse goes like this, right? We have a goal for Singapore. And again, he didn't tell us the methods of that goal, the steps how to achieve and realize that goal or what that goal looks like. And yet, in a way, all of us, blindly in faith, declare together, we can achieve, we can achieve. (laughs) How many of you can say amen? No, church, That is why I want to encourage you today, in tandem with the National Day spirit, I want to encourage you that in God, failure is not a dead end street. That if you can believe it, you can achieve it in Jesus' name. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. That's why today, in this National Day season, it is not a time for you to give up hope. It is not also a period for you to look at your failures and feel defeated. It is time for you to look to God because God wants to bring forth new beginnings in your life. He wants to continue to bring you to your destiny despite of the many detours or failures or mistakes that you have made in this life. How many of you can say amen? That is why I want you to go to Mark chapter 16 verse 1 to verse 3. The Bible says this, When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb. And they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? Church, how many of you agree that this is a valid question? It is a question about a problem that they are facing. Because the stone that is in front of them weighs estimated to be about one to two tons. And there were only three women. Church, the problem is, even if they are men, three men would not be enough to roll the heavy stone away. Now, this means the stone or the problem that they are facing it's not only too difficult or too heavy for them to carry, it is almost impossible for them to overcome. And church, how many of you can identify with these three women? Maybe today, sitting here in our midst, you are carrying a burden that is too heavy for you to bear. Or maybe you are facing with a problem that is too impossible to overcome. I have good news for you. Because... In verse 4, in Mark chapter 16. But when they look up, church, you need to look up and not look down. When you're going through a problem, you don't look down. You look up to Jesus. Why so downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. Because when you look up, God wants to elevate you. And God wants to bring you into His perspective rather than our perspective. His ways and his thoughts are always higher than our thoughts. How many of you can say amen? And as they begin to look up, as they begin to look up to God, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. Not by their strength, not by their own power, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's give Jesus a big hand. Hallelujah, right? they were met with a pleasant surprise because the problem that they thought was impossible to overcome and to handle had already been resolved by the power of the Holy Spirit. And church, this is what you need to understand through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He wants to send us a message and that is no problem is too big for the Lord to handle. No failure is too fatal and no mistakes is an ending or a final chapter to your life. God always has something in store for you. And God wants you to have hope in Him, knowing that failure is not final, failure is neither fatal, your mistakes is not the end of you. God always has something in store for you, even when you're going through bankruptcy, even when you think that your business is dead. God can resurrect it in a new way. God has something new in store for you. If you don't give up, if you continue to persevere, even if your marriage is already dead, if you continue to put your trust in God, He wants to birth up within you new beginnings. How many of you can say amen? Even when you are almost down and out, if you put your trust in God, He will always bring you into a destiny in Him. And that is, thing, that is the thing that you and I need to grasp, need to believe that failure is never final. Failure is never fatal. Always, always in God. There is hope, there is a new beginning, there is always a resurrection in store for you in Jesus' name. Come on, give God a big hand. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. However, it requires you to have the right spiritual mindset and the right attitude of faith. It requires you to have the right spiritual mindset and the right attitude of faith. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2 says, Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Like in this scene over here, when the three women witnessed the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, Not on earthly things Who can say amen Look up Don't look down Right Have the right spiritual mindset Have the right spiritual attitude To approach your problems So what are they? Point number one Right You must believe In the resurrection power of Jesus within you Believe in the resurrection power of Jesus living in you How many of you can say amen? Amen now, look, look here. Look at verse 5 and verse 6. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side. And they were alarmed. So the angel said, don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. Look, he has risen. He is not here. And see the place where they laid him. He is no longer here. Look at the cloth that is used to cover him, to wrap him. The body is no more. The angel was trying to tell the three women, guys, look at this. The evidence is clear. What you thought as impossible, what you thought was unthinkable, God did it. God did the impossible. When you thought that there is no more hope, when you thought that there is no more hope in your life, God actually did the opposite. He created a miracle right in front of you by telling you, that he has defeated death, and that he is right now risen in Jesus' name. And look at this. The evidence is clear. Now, church, when the angel was trying to tell this piece of evidence or show this piece of evidence to the three women, the three women right there and then have to make a decision because their faith now has been challenged because previously they had no idea and they cannot believe That there is such a thing called resurrection Previously, they have no idea That it is possible for a dead person to rise again That means their reality is limited They can only see failure They cannot see hope beyond failure They can only see dead end They cannot see there is another road Outside the dead end That God can create a pathway for you he cannot see it. How many of you can say amen? So when you're when you have got when you're going through bankruptcy, when you're going through a divorce, or let's say you like a girlfriend, you like a girl in your cell group and you hope that she can become your girlfriend, but then she ended up marrying your cell group leader, you know there is no more hope already. <laughs> you know this is a dead end. Right? And you think to yourself, and you say to yourself, oh no, my whole life is crumbled. There is no other girl in this whole wide world is fit enough for me. Because you cannot see a reality beyond this girl. That there is a girl that God has installed for you that who knows, His will is better than your will, will be better for you. But He cannot see it. So that's why the three women were faced with this issue. Their faith was challenged. And so right there and then, when the angel presented to them this evidence, they have to make a decision. And what is the decision they must make? They must decide to believe or not to believe. And church, this is what God wants to tell you through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That piece of evidence is no longer outside. Jesus, the evidence of Him bringing hope into our life. The only evidence of resurrection is Jesus Himself. It's already living inside us. This piece of evidence is living inside you. And if He's already living inside you, today you must decide to activate your faith to believe or not to believe. Because if you activate your faith to believe, then this resurrection power will take effect and He will birth off new life in you even though you are going through dead ends. How many of you can say amen? Hallelujah, right? <laughs> give God a big hand. Look, Romans 8 verse 11. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also able to give life. And the word life in the Greek means the spiritual power to invigorate. Wow. That means you are you have lost hope. You are no more energy to try again, but the resurrection power will birth off new spirit, new life, new energy for you to say, it's okay, I'm going to try again. I'm not going to give up hope. I'm going to keep on keeping on. And I know that if God is living in me, God will surely bring me into my destiny all over again. Who can say amen? And also to restore to life again. Can you imagine this resurrection power living inside you has the power to invigorate and to restore, to bring back restoration. So if you want restoration to happen, you must believe in the resurrection power of Jesus living inside you. Who can say amen? You must believe. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, you must believe. No, church, you must know, right, that Jesus actually has been telling His disciples and these three women about him dying and him rising up again on the third day. It is not the first news. So, when these three women were surprised, technically speaking, they should not be surprised. Why? Because Jesus has been telling them again and again. Now, in Mark chapter 8, 9, and 10, three times, Jesus has been telling them, Guys, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna rise up again, I'm gonna die. I'm going to rise up again. Now, why is Jesus repeating this statement again and again to them? Because the resurrection is an important truth. Because if they can grasp this truth, it will set them free from every fear, from every form of condemnation, and give them hope to believe for restoration even when Jesus seems to be no longer there. How many of you want to have that kind of faith, right? Knowing that you know, right, in every setback with God, you can always make a comeback. Who can say amen? amen. Now it's a powerful, it's a powerful truth because it will set you free. It will make you become a more positive person. Yeah, amen, right? That's why Jesus was trying to tell them, guys, important, huh? listen, yeah. I'm going to die, I'm going to rise up again. Three times, Mark 8, 9, 10. And yet, on the third day after his death, the three women still go to the burial site. If they would have listened to Jesus' words, how many of you agree they would not go to the burial site? They will be remaining at home, and they will tell each other, let's wait for Him. He was the one who tell us, right? Three days later, He will rise, right? So no need to go. Why why spend money to go? Why take grab to go to the burial site? (laughs) It's so expensive right now. Let's wait for Him to come back to come to us the disciples also will not be hiding somewhere or fleeing the scene or fleeing Jerusalem. The disciples will be telling to each other, guys, relax. Scared what? Why are you scared? Why are you afraid? Relax. He told us, right? Do you remember? Do you remember when he preached in service? When he said this important truth that I will rise again on the third day? Did he say that? See, that's the problem. You are not listening, see? (laughs) Why is it people have unbelief in the resurrection power and in the hope of God? Because this truth, even though has been spoken and repeated many times in church, in service, in the Bible, in the Word of God, in podcasts, in every single sermon that you and I are listening everywhere around the world, yet this truth is not Inside you Why? Because each time this truth is being spoken Most of the time in service You are not listening <laughs> Because when we are telling you this truth You are listening to something else you are, Maybe the disciples were not listening Because they were playing with their phones Maybe the disciples were not listening because when Jesus was telling them this important truth, they were not paying attention. They were focusing about what food, lunch, are we going to eat later? (laughs) That is why when they were not paying attention, they are not listening, it becomes unbelief. And church, this is very important. This is a phenomenon that we need to avoid also among the young people. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 20. Look at what is, what is this phenomena. Phenomena, this Isaiah 42, verse 20. You have seen many things, but you pay no attention. You know what, church? This important truth that God has hope, wants to give you hope and a future and a plan despite of your failures. How many of you can say amen? You know what? As a preacher, you know, we take time to make a very nice PowerPoint for you to see right? We make sure that the PowerPoint is very beautiful. The graphics is attractive for you to see this important truth. In God, there is always hope. Failure is not fatal. Failure is not final. There. See it. And yet, when we look at it, we pay no attention. We only see the, hey, how come the spelling is wrong, How come the color combination is not right? Do you notice? The devil has a way to distract you to pay attention to the truth. Right? You are listening but you don't pay attention and you don't listen to the word of God. And that's why when the rubber meets the road, when a real situation happens in your life, when it is time for you to apply what you have been listening concerning the word of God for these circumstances, you have unbelief to apply. Why? Because all this while, the Word of God entered into one ear and went the other ear. You are not listening. You are not paying attention. That is why we always struggle with unbelief. Okay, let's give God a big hand. Hallelujah. Amen, right? This is the truth. Every failure is not fatal. Every setback can always make a comeback in God. Again, church, right? Whenever you guys sing the National Day song, right? How, do you, how, do, how does it go? The song says, we have a vision for tomorrow. And yet you guys can still, quote, quote, blindly in faith say what? I believe, <laughs> I believe. And yet when you are in church, when you keep on listening to the Word of God again and again telling you, don't lose hope, don't give up in God. Because God has something great in store for you. But pastor, I lost my business. It's okay. Don't give up. Try again. But I lost my my marriage. It's okay. Try again. I lost my girlfriend. It's okay. Fine again. (laughs) I'm sick. Right. It's okay. Keep on keeping on. Persevere until the very end. Because even when you, quote, quote, are defeated physically on this earth, God says immediately you enter into a new reality in heaven, you are immediately healed faith and hope in God. How many of you can say amen? amen? And yet, whenever the pastor counsel you that way, advise you in this way, you should be singing back to me, I believe. <laughs> I believe. But most of the time you don't because you, are, you have unbelief. And that's why your reply is always is, are you sure? <laughs> Cannot be. Church, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 to verse 20. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 to verse 20. And His incomparably great power for us who who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength He exerted when He raised Christ from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly realms. Church, when you're down and out, face faced with failures so great that it seems impossible for you to ever bounce back. You must believe that because Jesus has risen from the dead, that same resurrection power is living inside you and is able to give you new life, new beginnings, new hope, new spirit for you to not give up, for you to keep on persevering on in the mighty name of Jesus. But you must activate your faith By believing. Who can say amen? Amen. You see, church, if you don't understand the Word of God, if you don't grasp it, then can I just say, your reality will only be limited by your failures. That means you can only see, right, failures in your face, you cannot see life beyond failures. You know, yesterday I was just sharing this among the young people. Just like how when The difference between a a, a youth and an adult A youth has lived his life Only up to the point of 15, 16 years old And that's why when they face setback Their reality is only limited Up to 15 years old Compared to an adult Who has lived his life to 60 years old He can look back And give us advice And tell us Young people Don't give up I was young Now I'm old I'm telling you That if we don't give up, according to my experience, at the end of the day, everything will turn out well in Jesus' name. Who can say amen? amen? But when we keep on telling that and encouraging our young people to not give up, the young people always retort back, reply back by saying, cannot be. I cannot. It's too difficult. Why? Because their reality is limited up to 15, 16 years old. They have not gone beyond that. That's why you need to have the power of the Holy Spirit. Because in the last day, I will pour out my spirit or not. Everyone, the young men shall see visions. That's why the Holy Spirit wants to be given to the young people so that they can see vision. Life beyond 15, 16 years old. Life beyond their failure. Life beyond their setback. And if you are empowered by the Holy Spirit, the resurrection power also is in you. You are full of hope and you will not give up. You will keep on persevering on. You know that all things eventually work out good to those who love Him. Come on, give God a big hand. Hallelujah. Well, number one, believe in the power of the resurrection in you. Number two, believe in the love of God for you. Look at Mark 16, verse 7. The angel continue. But go, tell his disciples and Peter. Somebody say with me, Peter. He is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Church, by mentioning Peter's name, it was significant. Why? Because you and I know that Peter had just failed Jesus. Peter had just betrayed Jesus three times. And up to this point, Peter was already feeling lousy about himself. He was feeling like a failure. And he feels that, he felt that he has disqualified himself to be the next leader that will lead the church of God. And he feels that he is no longer worthy of his calling. He feels that he has completely disqualified himself from the calling of God. That is how Peter was feeling at that point. As such, when the angel told the three women, go back, tell the disciples, especially Peter, That Jesus is going to meet them in Galilee. Okay, right? Now, church, just imagine if the angel did not mention Peter's name. How would the three women relay the message to the disciples? They will go back. And excitedly, they will tell them, guys, good news. Jesus is risen. And guess what? He is telling all of us here to go and meet Him in Galilee. Can you imagine if you are Peter in the midst of them? Still feeling lousy? Still feeling unworthy? Still feeling that he has disqualified himself? Still feeling that he has failed the Lord? Still feeling that you think that God does not want to see him? How would he he react? You know what? More likely he will say this. Guys, you guys go ahead. I stay here because I don't think... Jesus wants to see me. But no. God was specific. He told the angel to tell the three women, go back and tell all my disciples. And he said this, especially you, Peter, that I want to see them and you in Galilee because I'm waiting for you there to restore you back again to your calling. City Harvest Church, you must believe in the love of God for you. That even when you fail, even when you have made a mistake, even when you have disqualified, even when you think that you have disqualified yourself, do you know God has never given up on you? And if God has never given up on you, you should not give up on yourself either. Come on, give God a big hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter was eventually restored. You know, can I invite the musicians to come up so that to calm everybody down? Amen, hallelujah, right? 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 9 and 10. You know, this incident must have moved Peter so deeply, impacted him so deeply that he said this in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 9 and 10. He said this, when you're feeling lousy, when you're feeling unworthy, when you're feeling like giving up, when you are feeling that you are not, you have disqualified yourself, what did Peter say? Resist the devil. Who can say amen? <laughs> resist him. And here he said this, resist him standing firm in the faith. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is also undergoing the same kind of sufferings. But the God of all grace, who has called you into His eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will Himself restore you and make you again strong, firm, and steadfast. Judge, <laughs> you must believe in the love of God for you. That even if you have made a mistake, even when you have disqualified yourself, it seems God has not disqualified you, God has not given up on you, God still loves you, and God is always waiting for an opportunity for you to respond back to Him and say, God, I'm willing right now. And He says, now you're ready for me to restore you back again into your calling. How many of you can say amen? Amen. You know what, church? That's why this incident again is a reminder to encourage us. Remember National Day song that you guys always sing every year? Right? The second verse? What is it? We have a goal for Singapore. And yet you guys, quote, quote, blindly in faith, declare, we can achieve, we can achieve. Church, if you can say that, then why can't you apply the same thing to your life? That when you are down and out, when you feel that you are a failure and you are lousy about wanting to try again, You think that you have no more hope. God comes to you and tells you, hey, Ronald, (laughs) Jen, right, Pastor Yalan, I still have a goal for you. I still have a vision for you. I have a goal for you. My calling for you has not changed. What should be your response? It's not, cannot be, I'm I'm not worthy, I'm a failure, you don't love me, I don't love myself, I'm terrible. You should respond back to him. God, if you say so, then I can achieve. I can achieve in God. How many? (laughs) Hallelujah, amen, right? That's why if you can believe it, you can achieve it. If you have the right spiritual mindset of believing, the resurrection power lives inside you. You know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And I can tell you this, you can achieve your life destiny eventually, even though it might go through suffering for a little while. How many of you can say amen? Church, what is the conclusion? Wow, thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen, hallelujah, right? City Harvest, despite everything you have been through or what difficulties you are going through, through His resurrection power, you can, number one, believe that death is not fatal. Failures are not final. You know what? I I forgot to mention this, but I want to mention it to you. You know, during one of my courses in Vanguard, right, in the course of leadership, I was very blessed by this book by Reggie McNeil. The book, A Work of Heart. In describing Moses The author says it like this Some spiritual leaders Are sent into exile For their leadership blunders And how many of you know We all make blunders in life We all make mistakes Who can say amen But fortunately Not all of these leaders Accept that their desert exile As the final chapters of their life Church Your divorce is not the final chapter of your life Your bankruptcy is not the final chapter of your life your sickness and your diseases is not the final chapter of your life. Your problems that you're going through, you know, your, your condition that you're going through, it's not the final chapter of your life. In God, He will always write a new chapter for you. In God, He will always make sure, as a creative author, He will make sure that this book is not only a good story to tell, but an inspiring story to inspire others to also not give up hope in Jesus' name. And that is why He said this, most important, They learn from their early conflicts. But most important, their hearts remain connected to and energised by their early passion in God. City Alvest Church, can you believe it that the condition you're going through today is not the final chapter of your life? If you can believe it, you can achieve it. And everybody say, Amen. Let's give Jesus a big hand. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. Come on. 10 a.m. service. Give God a big hand. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give thanks to God. The God who loves us so much. The God who will never give up on us. Hallelujah. What if we all stand up on our feet? And you know, as you stand up, I want you to declare and read this verse together. 1 Corinthians chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to verse 18. And I want you to say and declare this verse to yourself. Make it your prayer. Because God wants to birth new beginnings in you. Let's all read together in faith. One, two, three. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our like and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen since what is seen is temporary, but what is seen is eternal. Look up, don't look down. Believe, don't be unbelieving. And believe that God still loves you and God has not given up on you. Amen. Why don't we just lift up our hands to heaven and begin to pray in tongues. We hope you've been blessed by the message. If you have a testimony to share, write to us at connect at chc.org.sg.